Welcome. As women in business, we're so busy being busy. We're juggling life and business. And we're in the hustle. And that's when we lose sight of who we really are. This podcast is here to inspire and empower you, to unleash you, the one that's been hiding behind all the roles that you play. Weekly episodes will help you to find fun, energy, and flow in life, and also give you tips and tools so you can have a successful yet simple business. My guests and myself talk all things mindset, spirituality, relationships, and of course, business. Live the life that you've been dreaming of. Now, let's get to the good part. Okay, welcome to the Sharon Cliff podcast, Laurie Sites. Uh, Laurie is the founder and CEO of Zen Rabbit and host of the podcast, Fine is a Four-Letter Word. She's an award-winning author, speaker, and broadcaster. And I will let Laurie introduce herself and let us know a little bit about her and what it is that she does. Wow. Thank you so much, Sharon. I'm so happy to be here today. Where to start? Uh, let's see. Well, so I have a background of many years in marketing and started my first business in 2003. I was making a product called the gratitude cookie, which we can talk a little bit more about as a way for businesses to say thank you to their clients and referral sources. Ran that business for 11 years, couldn't scale it quite the way I wanted to, uh, ended up shutting it down, going into teaching uh, several other ventures, which I know we wanted to get to cover in a minute. But um, yeah, I went through a lot of change. When I shut that business down, I started really reevaluating how do I want to live my life moving forward in the next 20 years? Like how, how do I want to live it differently than the last 20 I love that. And not that the last 20 had been so terrible. They were fine, right? <laughs> so, you know, we walk around going, everything's fine. And it's not really fine. I mean, again, not terrible, but not, not lighting me up with joy either. Yeah, right. Um, so the things that Laurie and I are going to discuss today is why we need to stop saying that, fi- that four-letter word, which is fine when we aren't, and then... Practicing gratitude and meditation and how practicing that daily can change your life, which Laurie's just touched on, you know, why I live the next 20 years like we have the last 20 years, even though there's nothing wrong with that. And then the other topic that I'm really keen to discuss with you, Laurie, today is about being calmer and confident walking into networking events, because I think we can all admit that, you know, we haven't been to so many networking events lately for the last few years and we're starting to dip our toes back in. So I think you're going to share some great tips around being more calm and confident walking into those events. So let's kick things off. So, you know, the world of social media that we live in, everything looks rainbows and and butterflies and, you know, we we see, you know, perfect Instagram feed, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. we... We we do say, you know, when people ask us how we're going, we say fine. You know, it's like that that are you okay day where you know you say are you okay, and we we say yes. But it takes someone to take that conversation further and say, well, actually, are you really okay? Because mm-hmm. we're so quick just to go, oh, you know, we're fine because you know people are busy and we don't want people to think that you know everything is not fine. So let's let's have a look at that. Um, I know you've got an amazing quote that I saw that that says, you know people ask you how you are and you say you're fine, but really there's a dumpster fire going on inside. And, and I just love that. And I, and I, and I want you to um, just sort of share a bit more ab- about that saying and about what tips you've got to 
to being comfortable and confident in saying, no, I'm not fine. Because, you know, we talk about four-letter words and not that other four-letter word, but the four-letter word about saying we're fine when we're really not. So I would, I would love to share for you to share more around the dumpster fire going on inside um, and what tips you've got so that we can, you know, move through that by saying we're fine. Yeah, we say that for two reasons mainly that I've seen. One is that we don't want to burden other people with our junk. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to stand here telling you all the things that are going wrong in my life because that's probably not why you asked. Like, you were just being kind and going through the pleasantries. So I'm not going to tell you. Everything is fine. And the other reason is a lot of times people don't even want to admit it to themselves that things are not fine. If I say I'm not fine, that means I'm going to have to look at what's going on in my life. I might have to feel emotions. And a lot of people do not want to feel emotions or don't even know how to process emotions. And so they just say everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So the and, tips for, go ahead. No, no, no. And I think sometimes it's that they feel embarrassed as well that they don't want to say that, you know, that things aren't fine as well. Yeah. And that's a lot of the reason why I started my, my podcast fine is a four letter word is to help people understand one, you're not alone. And two, that there's nothing wrong with you. We look around at everybody else and we go, man, they all have it together. Especially when you look at social media, everyone else has it together. And I don't, what's wrong with me? Or we look at our own life and think, you know, on paper, everything looks perfect. You know, the, the family, the marriage, the job, the business, whatever it is. And from the outside, everybody's like, what do you mean you're not happy? How could you not be happy with all of that that you have? And yet so many people are not. And it's because they've been chasing the wrong things, or maybe they were the right things when they started, but now they've changed. They've grown. Our soul is always crying out for growth. Yeah. And when you are feeling that dissatisfaction, like "Ah, something's just not right. I mean, it's fine, but it's not great. Or I'm not, it's not lighting me up the way it used to, or maybe it never did. That is your soul telling you that there is something more for you. So what are your tips around moving through that? One, feel the emotions. Don't stuff them down. It's, you know, what somebody said to me once, it's like holding a beach ball underwater and you can only do that for so long before it pops up and hits you in the face. <laughs> and <laughs> right. So it's, you, you have to feel the emotions whether that's sadness or anger or resentment or whatever it is, it's not going to feel good necessarily. It's not going to feel comfortable. And yet the only way through it is through it. <laughs> the only way to the other side is to move through it and to feel them Absolutely. and to allow yourself space and to give yourself grace. And then other than beyond that, so that's the first step. And then finding gratitude. I know we're going to get into talking about that in a minute. But great shirt on today. <laughs> oh, I love it! Perfect. We can't see it. Yes, that is fabulous. Yeah, finding the gratitude, and again, this isn't denying 
emotions that don't feel good or putting a happy face on something that's not happy. It's you can do both. You can, maybe you're mourning the death of something or someone. Nobody's going to say, cheer up and don't cry about it. At the same time, you can still find gratitude. And that gratitude inch by inch or centimeter by centimeter. Uh, <laughs> I know we're on different <laughs> different measurements. Uh, will help you move to a higher level, a higher vibration. Yeah. And that finding where can you find gratitude? It's not can I, it's where can I? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, practicing, we, we, we do talk about, you know, gratitude and being grateful. And I don't think that we put enough, um, you know, emphasis on practicing that daily. And one of the things that we do in our family is that every night at the dinner time, you know, we used to all just sit there and eat and no one would really talk. And we, we started this process um, a couple of years ago where we said, you know, what did you learn today and what made you smile or what made you happy? And it's and it's still in line with that gratitude, you know, things that make us happy or make us smile um, yeah. or, you know, in the same thing when we're shedding kindness, it makes us happier and it, and it shifts the energy and the vibration around everything when you're in that yeah. space of, you know, happiness and gratitude and kindness. And, and that's been an amazing thing that we've introduced. And so, you know, they're the tools that I put into my business about, you know, practicing kindness and gratitude daily. And I'll be trying to instill that in my kids as well. And, and I, that sort of moves us on to the next, the next topic of discussion, I guess, is, you know, we talk about practicing gratitude and, and practicing meditation and, I'm a Gemini. I get so easily distracted. I start doing meditations and I do bits and pieces of meditations and my mind goes off in a thousand different, you know, different levels of distraction. Um, yeah. You know, and there's so many different gurus out there and apps and things. And I, I see that in the work that you do. You talk about bringing together gratitude and meditation in a daily practice to really change your life. And I'd love to explore that further with you. If you can, you know, tell us a bit about, you know, how you came to bring in those modalities together. Um, and obviously, you know, you work in that space daily. How has it changed your life and the clients that you work with? Yeah. The, I mean, gratitude, coming back to what you were saying about teaching it, the conversations you're having at the dinner table, when you are looking for, you're always going to find what you're looking for. So if you're looking for things to be grateful for, you will find them. If you look for things to complain or criticize about, you will find those too. So you're, you're, what you're doing in those days, dinners is rewiring your brain, rewiring your family's brains to look for gratitude, look for things that for kindness and happiness. And that's what meditation does as well. It's rewiring your brain. You know, you all, we always hear these things about, well, change your mindset. That's how you can get ahead in life, or that's how you change your circumstances and your situation. And you can, you know, attract more money or, or a, a partner or, you know, a better, better health, whatever it is, you just have to change your mindset. Well, that's not something that you can do on a conscious level. It's not like you just, some people might be able to do it, but it's not like just flipping a light switch. You have to rewire the brain and that's what meditation helps with. Because yeah, so, I know you, I know you talk a lot about um, meditation for being able to achieve goals as well. Um, 
So that was something else. Like that's another sort of thing that you're throwing in because we don't necessarily. I mean, we talk a lot about manifesting, but met, and you know, manifesting what what we want, but we don't talk about that in meditation. So that's another thing that I really was intrigued about when I was reading back through through your work. So yeah, yeah. yeah so I I created uh, I I create gratitude meditations, which combines feeling gratitude. So we talk. Okay, so we talk about feeling grateful. That's the key. It's not just a matter of writing down in your journal, what you're grateful for today. And every day you put my family, my cat, my job, like you're just repeating the same things every single day. And you're not even thinking about it. You're just writing something down because this is what you're supposed to do. But it's really that feeling. When can you get to the feeling of gratitude and what does gratitude feel like? feels like joy. It feels like happiness. It feels like some things that like you're being light, lighted up, is that the right? lit, yep. lit up from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gratitude and joy feel like. Can you get yourself to a place where you feel that? And so for a lot of people, it's possible and easier to feel that for things that have already happened. You can remember back in memories and feel how much gratitude and joy it was to have lived that thing that already happened. When you're talking about manifesting, you need to get into a place of feeling gratitude for something that hasn't actually come into physical reality yet. And so these meditations that I've, that I create for people, take them through feeling gratitude for things that have happened in the past, feeling gratitude for things you have currently in your life, and then kind of scoots you into feeling gratitude for that, which you are manifesting for those goals you're working toward achieving. And when you can get to that place of feeling like, as if it's already happened, I'm so grateful and happy and thankful. That is when you become magnetically attractive to those goals and it makes it manifest faster. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's science and research behind this. It sounds woo woo. And it, it, it's not. There's no, I love the actual, movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so do I. And there's actually science and research behind how this works. It's like setting a GPS for your mind. And so the more you listen to these kinds of meditations and the more you do a visualization, whether it's with my meditations or not, just a visualizing, you are magnetizing that vision to you. Your mind is out looking for ways to bring it to you, even when you're not thinking about it. And I think that's the key is if you're practicing it every day, whether you start, you know, with a couple of minutes and then going to mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, et cetera. It's just about building that, building that habit each day yes. and, and practicing it daily. And then, you know, then it probably becomes, you know, a lot easier. And as I said, you know, you, you said, if you're just journaling, you're just, you're just moving through the actions, like you're just doing the thing. Whereas if you're meditating and really feeling into it and feeling that joy, then it will be something that will shift your energy and your vibration and that and those goals will actually, you know, come, come into your life. You'll actually achieve those. Um, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, the final topic that I want to talk about today is, again, you know, we said a lot of us haven't been to a lot of in-person events for a long time and we're, we're really craving that, you know, personal um, face-to-face um, interaction. 
but deep down inside we're we're nervous, we're scared because, you know, we haven't done it for so long and networking events um, and, and events always were a bit sort of nerve-wracking when, when you get there and it's like, oh, you know, is it going to be one of those really good networking events or is it going to be one of those sleazy, cheesy ones? And mm-hmm. they've always sort of got that bit of a stigma. And I, and when I came across, um, you know, your, your work and I saw that you had um, – some points around how to be calm and confident walking into a networking event. I thought this is a great topic to talk about because, you know, as we start to venture back out there, these are the tools that we need. Like how do we be calm so that we're not nervous? And also how do we show up confidently walking into that room? So I'd love you to share your tips on this topic. Yes. Thank you for asking about this. So, right. We've had a few years of being, you know, moving through pandemic and people have somewhat lost their social skills. And a lot of people are looking at this going, okay, but now we can just connect online. Like, I don't need to put on pants and shoes. I can just (laughs) sit in front of the computer. Yes, you can. And we are still as a species wired to connect interpersonally. There's a very different connection and relationship that you build with people when you are face-to-face in a room, face-to-face. Think about the last conference that you went to where people ended up after the, you know, after the educational part, sitting around dinner or sitting around after dinner, around a fire pit, having a drink, laughing, like that kind of connection doesn't happen over Zoom. Yeah, correct. And so that's why these, these in-person events are so important to us as humans to, to make these connections and build these relationships. And so that's actually what I started doing after I mentioned, I shut down the the business of the gratitude cookies. And then I started teaching networking strategies and how to feel comfortable walking into a room full of people that you don't know, which I had to learn when I started that first business, because I needed to find clients and people who would send me referrals. And I was the one who felt so intimidated and anxious about walking into that room. And so I started that business and then pandemic came along and well, nobody's going in events. So I guess I will pivot now and start teaching, you know, gratitude and, um, you know, fine, uh, fine is a four letter word that, so, but now, right. So now I'm re-releasing the book and the course and the follow-up thing because right. People need to get back out there and learn how to to feel comfortable walking into an event. So there is, um, so I've got this book called how to feel comfortable, confident, and courageous at networking events. And then the course called confident connections. And with the confident connections, there is a meditation, a five minute networking meditation that people could do sitting in your car or sitting, uh, you know, in a quiet space before you walk into that room just to ground yourself and, and get to that place of calm before you walk in. And then there's all kinds of tips like, um, like where to put your name tag, for example, you know, this is like, I know it sounds crazy, but if you feel comfortable that, you know, where to put, cause like, that's a question, right? Everybody's like, where, which side does it go on? What do I do with it? Can I put it on my handbag? You know, <laughs> I just got the left or the right. <laughs> yeah. So, so quick tip, it goes on the right, always on the right, because why do you know? 
No, I don't know. Okay. Pretend we're shaking hands. Yeah. Put out. Yeah. So, so when you do that, you turn your body that way and your eyes go to my right shoulder. And so when I'm introducing myself, you're hearing me say my name and then you're seeing my name at the same time, it reinforces it. So it should always be on the right. I don't care if you're left-handed. I've heard all the arguments of why it shouldn't be on the right. It doesn't matter. We still shake hands with the right. And so the, so tonight when I'm at the dinner table and I say, what did you learn today? That's exactly <laughs> That's what I'll what relate. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then I got, I've got another awesome tip for, for people who are listening. And that is when you go to, this is why, this is why, especially the quiet people, I start calling them like, I don't want to use the term introvert, extrovert, too much baggage attached there. But those of us who might feel anxious, because it's because we don't like the, the small talk, like, give me something more interesting to, to get into a conversation about. Right. Yes. I don't want to talk about the weather or, you know, how long it took to get there in traffic. Uh, Boring. So, but we are trained to ask this one really awful question. It's the first question everybody asks. What is it? How are you? Like, how are you? And how are you? And I, so I wonder if this is a cultural thing. There you go. What do you do? Worst question ever, because what does it tell you? Nothing. (laughs) Uh, uh, What do I say? Yeah. Yeah. So I advise my clients that you need to have a response for that because you're going to get the question. So you want to be able to give a succinct answer at the same time do not ask that question. (laughs) There are so many better, more interesting questions because you want to get into a more interesting conversation, right? Yep. How about, um, what are you excited about working on these days? Love that. You could go, if I asked you that question, you could go in so many different directions. You could talk about your podcast. You could talk about working with clients. You could talk about um, something your kids are doing. It, uh, it's wide open. And then it's it also an energy some... shift too, because it's like, yes, it's yes. excited and passionate about like it's, yeah. And it's funny because when someone asks you, you know, what you do, you sort of go, oh, but when they say, you know, what are you excited about or like that's or what are you you know working on it just it changes the the energy to shifts yep you have the power to do that love that it's question. a game changer yeah love so that yeah all that kind of cool stuff in in the book and the course and the and then the follow-up you know that's the that's a part where whether you're um intimidated about around in networking events or not everybody falls down at the follow-up part and that's really where you build the relationships. Okay. And so, and the, and a lot of the, the other hesitation too is like, okay, so you've got there, you know, you've, you've done your small talk or you've asked an amazing mm-hmm. question like that. And then, you know, you've had that sort of conversation and then there's that silence. How do mm-hmm. you then finish off that conversation or lead into, you know, finishing up that conversation and go and talk to someone else. There's, there's always that part yep. of the end of it as well. Yeah. Yep. Right. That's, that's in the book too. So here's the best way to do that. Just straight up say, Hey, it's been great talking with you, Sharon. I'm going to let you go meet some other people 
I'm going to do the same. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk again, or I'll follow up with you. And that's it. You part ways. Yeah. You just, it, it, it's so much more truthful than saying, you know, I'm going to go refresh my drink. Then the person could say, oh, okay, I'll come with you. And then you still <laughs> stuck with them. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a lot better way to, um, to move the conversation on. I love that. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, well um, in, the, in the show notes, we'll if you, I'll get you to send through the, the link yeah. to the book and the course as well. So we'll, we'll drop everything with your links, your websites and socials in as well. So, um, you know, and, and I think, you know, the things that we've spoken about today in, in such a busy, crazy world, um, being okay to say that, you know, we're not fine and also to to be able to, you know, be more calmer and confident as well. Um, I think some really great tips um, whether we use them in our business life or our personal life, um, you know, I, I think with so much noise going on, we really do need to stop and pause and think and take the time out to, you know, to meditate and to gather our thoughts, um, you know, so that we can be calm, more calmer and confident in life. So thank you so much for sharing all of your tips um, and, and um, you know, some of your stories that you shared today. If there is one thing that the listeners could focus on straight away to quickly change change their mindset, or, or whether whether they starting to to dip their toes into meditation, what's the number one tip you've got for them to start? Breathe, breathe. Take so don't feel like meditation needs to be an hour long session. Five minutes is has scientifically been proven. Actually, three minutes to make a tremendous difference. And you mentioned earlier about being consistent. That's more important than once a week doing an hour, let's say, which is virtually impossible, especially for people who are just starting out. So can you take three minutes to just sit and focus on your breathing? Just focus on your breathing. And, and every time a thought comes in and tries to carry you away, come back to the breathing. And I think that's a it's a really important message about when you're first starting out, just focus on the breathing. Don't focus on, you know, there's so many different guided meditations and things where oh my gosh. Yeah. They're saying, they're saying all that going off into all these different stories. And it's like, I yeah. just couldn't focus. But I think that's a great way to start just sitting there breathing. And yeah, when you do start to think about the to-do list or that you've got to do this, um, or you start just going off on random tangents, is to to notice that and to come back into the breath. So yeah. Yeah. That noticing and coming back is actually part of meditation. It is not, you're not good at it. It that's part of the practice. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Laura, well, thank you so much for your time today. And I'm sure the listeners will get so much value out of all the different areas that we spoke about today and some amazing tips there around, um, stop saying that we're fine and about how to, um, you know, blend that sort of gratitude and meditation and also some great tips for, for getting back into the, to the networking scene. So thank you so much for being on the Sharon Cliff podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Before you press stop, thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, do the three S's. Subscribe so you never miss an episode each Thursday. Shout out to your community so they can be inspired and empowered and share. Share with me your aha moments and your takeaways. By doing this, it helps this podcast to inspire and impact more women globally so they can have a fulfilling life and business. I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram, The Sharon Cliff. And if you want to know more about me or how you can work with me, head to my website.
darrencliff.com.au. See you next time.